0: We're going to dance, we're going to dance, we're going to dance, and have some fun. Dig. Dig.
1: Groovers, apparently I needed to celebrate my one year anniversary of the podcast by taking over a month off, Uh, a little over a month, but that was primarily because I finally got a Patreon started. Yay! Woohoo! Woohoo, woohoo, woohoo. It has been a great first month of doing that. I am so grateful to my patrons. I'm thinking to myself, can I name them off from memory right now? Probably not. I'll have to go pull it up for sure because I don't want to leave anybody out. But uh, that has gone better than I could have wished for or hoped for. And um, I'm looking forward to building a community with the podcast listeners and uh, the patrons. So be sure to go and check that out. Um, There's three tiers five, 10, and 20. So it's very affordable and, uh, you get an extra benefit and you're able to also support the podcast. So, um, there's that. And thank you so much, you know, for your patience while I was making this transition. Um, gosh, the month of September, am I right? I mean, whether your're parent who had kids that went back to school or you' i mean it doesn't matter your life circumstances. It seemed like the entire month of September was about review, prioritizing uh cleaning up anything that hadn't been cleaned up yet, lots of activation and expansion and integration and um It was such a whirlwind, like I wouldn't even honestly know how to catch you up on it. Um, I will put out a collective reading probably tomorrow. I'm theoretically going to get on Instagram in uh, 45 minutes or so and do some card reading. However, um, I went to my first, like, out of the house... (laughs) since the panini event um and sat in these banquet chairs it was only an hour i swear it was only an hour and i don't know that's the cat by the way he's really annoyed that i'm not um doing his bidding right now uh but it's not time for me to do your bidding kitty cat um i can not sit up very easily (laughs) definitely don't want to sit on my butt and I haven't figured out a way to do that yet uh sit without sitting I need like an anti-gravity I know there's zero gravity chairs but I mean I'm talking about (laughs) like I need a machine I need a machine that has like hover capability (laughs) and can just make me levitate in a seated position (laughs) so there's zero pressure on my body apparently because oh my gosh I, I got up to you know start my morning routine today this is Saturday October 2nd and um, I just I was like what the hell did you do <laughs> and I realized it could be like an astral grid work thing and there was a shit ton of Schumann activity last night I haven't even looked to see if there's hurricanes or earthquakes or any of that happening, but at any rate, I really think it was just these son of a bitch in chairs, (laughs) which is so funny. Uh, It wouldn't be the first time in my life I had to carry around a damn cushion with me to go anywhere and be around, uh, regular people. But, uh, at any rate, I'm sure this will pass. Um, I'm laying on tennis balls to ooh reliefs muscles right now. Just what you came to my podcast for. Be grunting and groaning on tennis balls. That has to be a kink somewhere, right? Like, isn't someone into that? Oh, that's what the world has come to. Is I'm like, oh, do people want to watch me cook? Great. Do people want to watch me color my hair? Great. Do people want to listen to me talk about hilarious dick pic stories? Great. I'll just keep sharing and hope eventually that it uh, brings with it the financial (laughs) rewards. (laughs) But in the meantime, I thoroughly enjoy it. And uh, I needed this last break. Um, We still kept me out. You know, I still was with... Serafina doing out podcast over the last month. So there are YouTube episodes of that, but, uh, and I did launch, um, diction podcast, D-I-C-K-T-I-O-N, which is about exactly what it sounds like. Um, dating dick pics, the bullshit <laughs> <laughs> that mostly women or, or I would imagine, um, you know, some uh, gay men perhaps get from other men in the way of behavior, courting, which is a uh, giving a an awful lot of um, credit to what actually happens. It's not courting so much as like a WWF cage match where you have like all these random DMs, and catfish, and, um, F-boys, and just all kinds of stuff getting flung at you, and you're trying to bat them all out of the way to find the one, um, one person you might want to hang out with, uh, so, yeah, at any rate, uh, so what's been going on, um, I have done enough deep dive and study of the space weather, the Schumann Resonance, grid work, um, worked with a bunch of people in the astral to uh, help minimize the damage of Hurricane Ida and protect as many people as possible. Um, Started my YouTube channel. So that's all of the businessy, woo, metaphysical kind of stuff. Um my my youngest started his senior year. So this is it, guys. This is my final push <laughs> towards uh parental freedom and sovereignty. I mean, I know you're never done with a job and obviously the minute they're 18 doesn't mean they're adults and ready to like go it alone. But just getting to that milestone of him graduating and both of my kids are currently, uh, working and employable and, um, that, you know, frees me up to obsess about my own wants and needs, I guess, and decide, um, what I want in my life. It's been, it's been interesting. I... I have found the longer my energy has been expanded, um, that I, it's not that I, boy, this is hard to describe. It's not that I don't love other people, um, need other people in my life, want to have a partner, all of those, you know, normal human experience things, um, but I don't, I don't need them for peace or bliss or happiness. I can experience all of that with myself. And what I'm finding is that that changes my relationship to relationships. I don't, um, when you don't have like that feeling of desperation of, well, if I don't have a partner, what am I doing with my life? Or, um, if I, if my kids don't think I'm the best thing on earth and I'm not spending all this quality time with them, then I'm, I'm failing somehow with that. Or, you know, just needing to have my sense of self, my identity, uh, Everything validated externally has completely gone away, and so what that allows me to do, though, is to fully choose the people I spend time with. You know, including my kids and my mom, um, my friends, the the people who I give energy to and receive energy from. It is from a place of pure pure love, not some sort of a, uh, codependent dynamic or, uh, a dynamic of obligation. Um, you know, it's, it's a sovereignty. It's a kind of sovereignty that I honestly didn't like, I couldn't even imagine feeling this way. And I, I not now. What's about to come out of my mouth? One of those things people might want to slap me for. I am by no means saying <laughs> that, that I am a holy person or like a monk that spends their life just meditating and in devotion to higher consciousness and service to others. Um, but that is the sort of level of lack of need for external validation, like, that was the only example of that that I thought existed or was possible. Like, I I did not, because it's very rare to see anybody in society operating that way, um you know those who talk about having very high self-esteem, self-love, all of those things, they still like they they come from that place and then uh uh what's the word? It's not grandiosity, but but it's like they take that self-esteem and that self-love and everything and then go use that to um draw lots of attention or money or what whatever thing it is and so therefore that self love and all of that is still about seeking external validation you know it's it's very weird feeling this way and but it's a good place for me to be because i don't You know, there's very few people in my life anymore that how they they feel about me or think about what I do or my choices that it you know matters deeply to me. Um, My kids, my mother, my pod partner, um, my you know a couple of my best friends. Like if they were to come to me and say this thing you're doing is hurting me or this thing you're doing or or saying is wrong or then I strongly feel that and hear that and honor that. And, but as far as everybody else in the rest of the world, uh, you know, I'm, I'm putting out the content and energy and presence that I am because it pleases me. I enjoy doing it. I enjoy the way it feels and I am answering the call that I am given. Uh, and whatever comes from that is, is its own reward, I guess. You know, like I am, of course, I ultimately want These things I love doing so much, uh, the podcast, the energy work, the grid work, the Patreon, all of those things. I would like them to generate the abundance I need so that, you know, my, all my debts are paid and all my needs are met. Uh, everything I spend comes back to me tenfold and all of the other financial affirmations I could, um, list at the moment. Oh. Yep, she's moving the tennis balls again, folks. Great podcasting and audio here. Oi, 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 man! It's like I wrestled a. Did I wrestle a? What is the? What is the? Um. Oh, Ursa Major. <laughs> I wrestled Ursa Major in the Astro last night. That's what it feels like. Oi. Oh, that's the spot. Okay. <clears throat> So, uh, you know, of course this is, this is my ultimate goal. This is why I appreciate my listeners so much. I mean, without you guys, there would be no me, there would be no podcast, there would be no Patreon. I, I maybe would have kept putting out content just for my own damn self, but I don't think I would have had as much of a dedication or motivation or stick-to-itiveness as I have had, um, without all of you. And so it, that, that's a much better sort of exchange than, than me putting out stuff with the sole intention to get attention or to get listeners or to get, uh, accolades or any of those things. And so that has been my, my philosophy and my, uh, motivation from the get go was doing things from my heart and from a place of passion and curiosity and interest and, uh, you know, sharing and authenticity and allowing, um, my story and my experience to be something that, Um, maybe helps others because I know it has been others who've done the same that have helped me. So I have a couple of really great, um, interviews that I just did recently. One with, uh, Amanda Rose and, um, with Moonstone, uh, and then also, uh, Shanna Warwick. She does astral readings, um. So I'll be getting one of those up in the next few days and then be putting them out, you know, probably weekly. I may not do as many collective reading episodes a month. Um, Now that I've seen what I need to devote to the Patreon and how that's all going to go, it might be more realistic for me to do a monthly or... um, Is it bi-monthly or no semi-monthly would mean it was every other month, wouldn't it? So bi-monthly. I know you're yelling at your phone right now. Anyway, every two weeks, (laughs) twice a month, I'll put out a collective reading instead of weekly. Um, If you join the Patreon, there is also a monthly live uh, Xanadu collective reading that also has card pulls if you happen to be present for that. Um, I do put up recordings of all the Zooms and different things that I do. So that's one thing I'm going to do with the podcast. And then um, the interviews, I'm doing them on Zoom most of the time. I primarily do that because I think the audio works out a little better. Um, honestly, sometimes I would like to just not have a camera in my face because, uh, doing this right now, this is more relaxing, but what I find when I connect with someone on only audio where we can't see each other because of the connection speeds and all that, uh, it's hard to know, like, it's hard to give someone validation, um, by just saying, cause then you wind up talking over them. So you're going, uh-huh. Mm-hmm, and then you're cutting each other off in the audio. And I find that the zoom audio is much better for that because then we're looking at each other and I can be, you know, giving my guest visual cues that nobody else has to hear. And then they're allowed to just talk and I'm not interrupting them in any way to give them validation. So, uh, I'm looking forward to sharing all of that with you, and so I thought maybe what I might start doing um, is putting up the video footage on the Patreon. I do have a YouTube channel now because of the Patreon, because I have to have somewhere to put it so that I can give private access uh, to patrons to it. But I'm not sure how much um, I'll necessarily be doing on there for public consumption at this point. Because there's only so much of me to go around. You know what I mean? I I still have a mom with dementia. And a teen in his senior year. Dealing with some other stuff. Like most teenagers. Um, and that is really my, my primary focus. It was funny. Because I recently... I recently... Um, ugh... So, I broke up with someone. It's weird, though, because it doesn't really feel like that. It feels like I just sort of woke up a different person, which is also possible. I know a lot of you have had similar experiences this last month with time shifts and time jumps and massive perspective changes, but um, the person that I was involved with for quite a long time, but only long distance and virtually, because we're on different continents, uh, you know, the longer this panini thing is dragging on, the more difficult it made that, and then also, um, I have to make my priorities myself and my kids first, and if that means I can't help anyone else, then I can't help anyone else, so... I expressed that boundary months ago, and it kept getting ignored, or, uh, like, prayed away, you know what I mean? Like, oh, well, it's going to get better, and it's like, no, it's really not if you don't do something to change your situation, because I'm doing everything over here to change mine, and it doesn't make me any more able or responsible for taking care of you, so... Uh, I let that go and um <laughs> so, so I was yesterday, the banquet chairs. The reason I went and sat on uncomfortable banquet chairs, uh at a public event, even though I'm probably basically unvaccinated because I'm immunocompromised and I had the Johnson and Johnson six months ago. Um, and according to all of the studies and whatnot, you know. I'm basically screwed at the moment until they figure out what to do with us, Johnson and Johnson people who are immunocompromised. Um, but at any rate, my very best friend, uh, my very best mom friend that I've known for 15 years, she lost her mom last year, not to COVID. Um, her mom was 90, I think. And, uh, such a beautiful woman. She was kind of like a surrogate grandma to my kids when they were little. And my friend and I raised our kids together pretty much. Um up until she moved a few towns away. Um when they were, oh, about eight, nine, ten, that zone. So her mom had passed away and they were finally just able to have a memorial. And so this was literally my first actual thing out in public around people and I had to keep my mask on and I wasn't about to eat food and it was kind of funny because I might have actually done it but my kid <laughs> my youngest he's like uh he um my friend said something about uh you know there's food if you want food and he said no I this p- public gathering I don't think so yet I I just can't I don't want to risk it for my mom. So he's like my little Jiminy Cricket at the moment, reminding me that I probably shouldn't take that risk right now either. But at any rate, uh, I was so happy to see my friend Carolyn and, and, um, oh, I just realized I said her name, but nobody's going to know who that is. It's just the first name and I doubt she'll even listen to this, but, um, The minute I saw her, the minute we saw each other, we both got teary eyed. And it was like, you know, we just realized how much we've missed each other and how happy we were to still be like, I don't know, alive and together. (laughs) And um, we've had a lot of common experiences as moms in the last few years that we were so busy having, we didn't get to share them with each other. And so... There was just a lot of that unspoken love and understanding going on under the subtext of, and oh my gosh, we're here in this Catholic church hall. Neither of us are religious. Uh, she's, <laughs> she's actually an atheist and my weird uh family and like, so it was just one of those things. Like she was like, thank God you're here. (laughs) She didn't have to be there by herself, but, um, and had someone there just for her, not someone that she had to, you know, like be the good, good daughter of the deceased, the good bereaved daughter. Um, and so while we were catching up a little bit when people were eating, uh, I started joking about, like, how would I even attempt to date right now? Like, what would be, what would be the point of that? Um, hi, I'm completely, I'm completely completely isolated in a bubble and I have to wear a mask 24 7 to be around other people even my own child while I was waiting for him to get his ass vaccinated my oldest and uh so do you want to go somewhere (laughs) do you want to meet somewhere so I can watch you drink coffee or eat food Uh, and never touch each other (laughs) hey galactic groovers i'm going to attempt to succinctly tell you what i do and have this little spot on every episode so you can know what i'm all about you can visit the square booking link on my instagram page or my facebook page at grooming goddess you can email me at groominggoddess@gmail.com, at gmail.com and to book any readings with me you can visit that square booking site as i said some of the services I offer are an animal communication for 3333, and that is a 30 minute session where we connect with your pets and um, see what maybe they are trying to tell you that you can't quite understand. Then I have a grief mediumship, another 30 minute reading, and that is for anyone experiencing recent grief and having trouble moving through that. My um, specialty seems to be in that area, getting messages and contacting people's loved ones immediately after their passing. I have a mini reading special, which is for mini readings for 4444. I have a soul action plan reading, which is 5555, and that involves cards for your inner child, uh, earth self, ego self, your highest self and your galactic team. And then lastly, I have Syncretic Oracle readings, which are 77.77, as those cards are much more in-depth and pretty much cover every reading modality. And then lastly, if you would like to come on my podcast and get a reading live, I will read for you for free. You can book an interview at my Square booking site. If you would like to be on my podcast to discuss something groovy you can also do that at the square booking site. And if you would like me to be on your podcast, you can do that at the square booking site. I look forward to hearing from you. I have a money back guarantee for all my readings and so far, nobody wants their money back. So I feel like I'm helping a lot of folks out there and I would like to help you too. If you have any questions about any of these, give me a DM somewhere, anywhere, all the places. Much love to you all, and thank you for listening. I'm going to be alone forever, possibly. Uh, But that's the weird part. I truly don't care. It's not that if there's some wonderful person who is genuinely interested in me and wants to um, be with me, around me. Came into my sphere that I wouldn't be interested. It's just I don't see a whole lot of point right at the moment in putting energy towards that, and don't really want to. Which now that I've said all that, like that's always when you <laughs> when you <laughs> when you least want a partner, <laughs> that's when one usually shows up. But I'm kind of loving being in this place of genuinely being just happy with my own damn self and not needing another person to facilitate that. I'm trying to remember exactly when it was like the, the downloads and the changes and all that has been coming so rapidly, it's been kind of overwhelming. But there was a day, it could have only been like a week and a half ago, uh, where everybody was having these big epiphanies and experiences. And I had this really beautiful meditation that wound up in a um, channeling and an astral meeting with my ancestors. And after that, experience which I guess I'll have to try to explain um I felt I I was looking at this picture of myself and all of a sudden I just like I looked at this picture and I thought I'm so beautiful have I always been this pretty did I just never notice that I'm this pretty and um I had this interesting feeling of having love for myself in a way that I've always given away to other people, especially romantic partners, but not really had for myself. And being able to feel that for myself gave me a whole different perspective on everything and choices and connection to source and... What matters to me and also, you know, what I'm willing and not willing to do for romantic love. Um, it's not that there's, you know, if I was in an, an equal loving partnership with another completely whole person, there's nothing That I wouldn't do for that person. And. I'm you know I'm very loyal. And loving and caring and giving in all of those ways. But I am no longer willing. To be in a relationship with anyone. Who is not a whole person. I'm no longer willing to be in a relationship. With anyone who is not. Fully responsible for themselves. Fully uh able to take care of themselves and self-sufficient at the very least i mean i i expect that of my children why would i not why would i not set that as a boundary for a person that i'm supposed to give my heart and soul to and share my life with you know that would be just kind of bananas i and since I've had this shift in myself, it is hard for me, and, it, and it's not in it like a, I'm not beating myself up about it or anything like that, but it's hard for me not to look at my past behavior and attachments in romantic relationships and ask myself, like, who was that? Who was that that she was willing to just give and give and give and give and give out of desperation to not be quote unquote alone when um, like you're probably the happiest you've ever been and if you had valued yourself that much in the first place you probably would have avoided the kind of partnerships that uh, did the damage that it did. Now, all of those experiences were necessary. They were all part of my growth. They were all part of soul contracts. They were all karmic lessons playing themselves out, uh, processing things for the macro and for myself personally, and they all had value. But listen to me now and hear me later youngins especially Uh, there's a better way there's a better way to experience your life there's a better way to experience a romantic partnership there is a better way to have a relationship with your children where uh, and and I wasn't so much guilty of this. I'll, I mean, I did try to give them everything that I wanted and never got, which can be a trap in itself because maybe they don't want the same shit you did. You know what I mean? But, you know, as a mother, you're just like kind of looking at all the options available and trying to give them as many as possible, I think. Um, especially if you grew up with lack. But... You know there's a trap even with our relationships with our kids where a lot of uh, parents live through their kids or try to steer their kids into different um different pursuits different interests different jobs because they wanted to do that thing you know that was one thing i like i didn't try to um, and if anything Like I watched for any sign if they didn't like it when it came to performing arts, because I never wanted to push them into that zone because I wanted them, you know, because I wanted to live vicariously through their success at it somehow. Um, Not that I wasn't successful at it. I was just, you know, I was never famous or anything like that. Um, but I was a working performer and I was perfectly content with that and felt good about that and enjoyed the time I did it and didn't need to recreate that through my children. Um, but when you can have relationships with the people around you, uh, without all of that stuff, it's a completely different experience. And so if you're, you know, 20, 30, 40, um, because I'm 52 now, in case anybody doesn't know that, there's a better way. We don't need to go through life making ourselves smaller, dimmer, um, unhappy, unfulfilled for the sake of having Whatever these things are that societal contracts have told us, constructs have told us that we're supposed to want. Um, If you're younger, it can feel a bit like I would imagine, like, well, what am I supposed to do then? And the answer to that is, is do what makes you happy. Do what makes your heart sing for sure. I mean, are you going to need to do work that you don't love sometimes to feed yourself? Probably, because we have not transcended capitalism yet. Uh, But that doesn't mean that every aspect of your life has to be in that same structure. And... You will find your, your own way to, to find your own happiness and joy and bliss and inner peace and connection with the universe. Um, that's another thing too. There's, this, there's been this idea that you have to somehow suffer for spiritual awakening, awakening and enlightenment. And all of that. And uh, I mean, there always is going to be some discomfort. And some of it may be deep emotional pain or release or looking at things that are very difficult. Or going through the process of healing your body, which can be painful. Just like, you know, healing a broken bone. But it's not like a requirement, you know. You don't have to uh, suffer to be a whole, light-filled, happy, peaceful person. There's that old saying that um, pain is inevitable and suffering, suffering is optional. And you can say, well, how can that be? Because some stuff just sucks. Um, yeah, it does suck here's a recent example. I was at my friend's memorial for her mom yesterday and the slideshow. Um, I'm watching it and I'm feeling emotions for my friend. I'm feeling emotions for the loss of her mom, but I'm also feeling emotions of a big family that has lots of pictures and memories and experiences, which is something I don't have and I'm not going to have. Um, her and her partner, they've been together for so many years now. I think it might even be like 30. Uh, their kids got to have two parents. Um, it, you, you know, it reminded me of all of these things. That I'm not going to have or wasn't able to give my kids or wasn't able to provide. Um, I'm not going to have that till I die marriage that I truly wanted at one point in my life. And so um, some of the tears were also like a grief about that, right? So I, I allowed those feelings and then I came home because I mean, obviously I'm not going to ugly cry at some, like, it's just rude because it's like, there's people in there who really knew this person <laughs> for their whole lives. I'm not, you know, the mom that was lost and I'm not going to sit there and like have my ugly cry with all these other feelings going on. But I came home, I, I let, let my tears out and that was that. I could have chosen to turn that into, you know, a 12 hour sob fest where I lamented every single thing in my life that didn't go exactly the way I would have liked it to. Um, Instead, I just let my feelings out and moved on with my day and felt better. And so that is where the suffering is optional part comes in. I could have chosen to suffer for hours, days, even weeks sometimes if you really let yourself get in that state, you know, and don't pull it out. But instead I chose to let my feelings out and then focus on the present, which is really great. The present is great. I'm happy with myself. I know things are going to continue to move forward in my life in a way that is joyful and that I'm grateful for. So I chose peace. I chose to let the suffering of that experience go. So I think I'm going to leave you with that for this Welcome Back to Grooving Goddess podcast. Episode. I have a bunch of workshops coming up. Uh, there's a pleasure and sensuality workshop tomorrow. I post the Xanadu Collective Patreon schedule for the month on my Instagram and on my Facebook and whatnot. So if you're interested in that, you can check me out. I haven't updated my ads or anything. Uh, you can check me out at um, Grooving Goddess on Patreon. You'll have to do it through a browser because it's 18+. plus. That is one of the most annoying things about Patreon. I don't know why they can't get their app to deal with their uh, 18 and over content. But at any rate, um, if you do decide to support the podcast and join the Patreon, um, let's see, what is this month's uh, bonus? Last month, I gave everyone who joined a personal reading. That is a VIP-level benefit that you get every month if you join at the VIP tier. Um, Then there's the all-access tier, which gives you all the Zoom meetings, all the workshops, the energy readings, whatever I have going on. And then the $5 tier, uh, you get access to any um, special Patreon episodes and... uh, a monthly collective reading. And so you're basically, you know, supporting the podcast. Um, let's see, where was it going? Oh, the special. Yeah. So for the month of October, anybody who joins in any tier will get a new service that I am working on, uh, anchoring your consciousness. I have had this experience several times over the last month with different people where what they describe is that by talking with me and connecting with me and doing the, um, I do the love expansion thing and they are just there listening and watching. Um, that seems to draw people back down into themselves. Um, other people do embodiment sessions and and that sort of thing, and I don't think this is exactly the same thing. I think this has to do with the nemesis, uh, library holding memories, um, embodiment. The what I what is incarnated in me. Uh, I think that is what it's more about. It's about anchoring your consciousness into your. So that you have more access to your knowing, your knowledge, and you can stay grounded in a more consistent manner and more centered. You can be centered within yourself. Return your energy back to yourself. So I am offering that as a bonus to anyone who joins any tier. And uh, you're probably going to get three episodes this week because I am going to do a collective reading for you. So Um, Have a beautiful week. I know Mercury is in retrograde and there's other planets squaring other planets and lots of things going on. But there's also a lot of forward momentum, letting go of things, growth, new opportunities. So be watching for those things and seize them because they're coming in for you now for a reason. And I have so much love and gratitude for all of you. Thank you so much. And I'm excited to uh, get this second year and the rest of the third season of this podcast going. Plus all the other uh, projects. Be sure to check out Diction Podcast. I don't have enough episodes for it to be uh, propagating everywhere yet. I don't even think it's on Spotify yet. So you might have to go to Anchor. But I love you much. Bye. Introducing a new collaborative podcast, Meow Podcast, M-E-O-W-W, that's Muse, Elf, Oracle, Witch, and Wizard, a panel discussion on YouTube amongst people of different disciplines talking all things woo to help you along your personal ascension expansion spiritual journey it's not a vibe it's a frequency check out meow podcast on youtube and you can get us at the meow pod at gmail.com if you would like to be a guest on the pod please give us an email otherwise go check us out today on meow podcast it's nothing but fun and a frequency of love That went great. It feels really good to be back. I missed doing this and talking to you all and I forgot how relaxing it can be. Uh, Something I didn't mention that was another big barrier was the three weeks of heat stroke through the month of September. Every day because McCooler was dead. Uh, And then that meant that I had all these really loud fans going. Made it a little impossible to record decent audio. Uh, So that is another reason that I'm back. And I'm so excited to be back. I wanted to mention the consciousness anchoring sessions will, you know, if you want to do the love expansion thing with me, um, that is awesome. And if you do, I will take time during the session to explain it a little more, and teach you how to do it. Kind of go through the steps slowly with you. Um, Because I know for me, like, choreography of anything does not come naturally to me. Uh, Music comes naturally to me. Moving my body in some sort of a coordinated manner, not so much. Um, So, I know that Maybe some of you probably need someone to show you the steps to a thing. Uh, I suppose I should work on that. Like a TikTok or something that really breaks it down in slow-mo. And explains. I will work on that. So that, you know, if you want to learn it and do it, you can do that. Because I know for me, like until I get to the point where I can do something without watching it. And I can just listen to the music and do it. I'm not getting the full benefit because I'm engaging with the screen in front of my face. Um, so it feels more more powerful, more personal, more um, enriching if I have it memorized. Anything else? Anything else? Gosh, I'm trying to think. Um, yeah, I guess that's it. Well, uh, peace out for this episode and I am just really so excited to be back. I I love you all so much and watching you all grow and watching new people wake up and this is the world that I have been waiting for, dreaming of, knew was gonna happen. But I came in so early, it seemed like four freaking ever to get it here.
0: Twenty five years, and my life is still. and so I cry sometimes when I'm lying in bed just to get it all out what's in my head And I, I'm feeling a little peculiar And so I wake in the morning and I step outside and I take a deep breath and I get real high And I scream from the top of my lungs, what's going on? and I say hey hey hey, I said hey what's going on and I say "Hey, hey try, oh my God, do I try, I try all the time, in this institution, and I pray, oh my God, do I pray, I pray every single day, for a revolution. And so I cry sometimes when I'm lying in bed just to get it all out what's in my head. And I, I'm feeling a little peculiar. And so I wake in the morning and I step outside and I take a deep breath and I get real high and I scream from the top of my lungs, what's going on? and i say hey i said hey what's going on and i say 52 years and my life is still trying to get up that great big hill of hope for a destination.